Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang with you. Time now for the Breakfast Brief where we take a look at headlines investors will be paying attention to today. And it's all about that inflation shock because we were doing so well. And then you get those numbers for August and uh, we get a sell off on Wall Street. Yeah, expectations were being set up to be pretty high for things to I guess stabilized, but it did not stabilize to the extent that investors were looking out for. And then you have this disappointment now just weighing on markets after a good run, I guess. After what goes up has to come down at some point. Mm. So the inflation picture now at 8.3%, according to the Labor Department, um, the target is 2%. And apparently this is 0.3% higher than what a lot of people estimated. Yeah, the forecast was for 8%. We got 8.3%. You might think, hey, the previous month in July was 8.5%. So we are actually (laughs) moderating, but not to the extent that they were hoping for. So I guess that's bad news, good news kind of thing. So this is despite a 10.6% drop in gas prices, Mm. as we've seen in the past few weeks, how that has moderated because of the talk about a recession and of course in turn oil prices have been going down and the gas pump prices have been also declining so that's helped to some extent the not so good news is you have price increases elsewhere shelter food medical care so pretty much everything else has been going up and offsetting what's been happening with the drop in gas prices so if you look at food prices Mm. in august they were up 0.8 percent and this follows pretty much similar moves in july 1.1 percent in june one percent shelter prices up 0.7 percent if we take a step back and look at all these prices we are looking at food prices over the past year up 13.5 percent For power, it's up over 15%. If you look at gas, even though recently it's been going down, it's up 25% yeah. in the past year. Yeah. So if you add them all together, it has really hurt consumers in their pockets. Uh, any chance you can see the increase for electricity? That's another necessity. Yeah, so if we look at power, that has been up by over 15.8%. And if you look at how things have been playing out, they are expected to stay sticky around Mm, where mm. they are for the time being, at least in the near term. So that's in the backdrop of how the cost of pretty much generating power has been going up. The wages Mm. and raw materials. So that's expected to stay where it is for quite some time. But the uh, expectations, of course, is that you will then now see the Fed start to think about, hey, maybe we need to be more aggressive because inflationary numbers Mm. are going to be high for quite some time and rates in turn need to be higher for longer. So question of the day, right? The speculation has always been, the the Fed has said they're going to aggressively fight inflation. Everyone thought that inflation was coming down or stabilizing or has peaked and therefore the slowdown could happen sooner rather than later. So the question of the day is, um, whilst we are expecting 75 basis points, what's the probability of even 100 basis points when you look at this picture? Yeah, we are just take a step back and look at what's happened in the past two meetings. We had a jumbo size rate hike of 75 and pretty much everyone's penciling in 75 next week. Yeah. And we are now hearing 100 basis points as 
possible. And this is coming through from Nomura, which is upping its forecast for this month's tightening to 100 basis points. Okay. And we also have some inkling or some people starting to talk about the next meeting in November, also another jumbo size rate hike. So pretty much four in a row if we do get these expectations materializing. Okay, what other reactions uh, have stood out for you? Okay, so here's where Joe Biden comes into the conversation. <laughs> okay. So he's been trying to bring down inflation. Of course, this has been a big bugbear for many US consumers mm, mm. and voters, of course. So he has been trying to spin it the best way he can. Uh, so he came up with a statement earlier to show that... He, now, things are making good headway. Progress is being made if you look at gas prices. So that's been coming down. So I guess that is some Focus credit on the positive. <laughs> Focus on the positive. Look at the bright spots. Okay. So on that front, if you look at it, glass half full, hey, there is some progress maybe in gas prices. Um, so that's pretty much where he stopped. So he had an event at the White House where he had a bit of a, a celebration of sorts for his Reduced Inflation Act. Mm. But worth noting, he did not talk about inflation at all. He talked about many other things that are more wide-ranging, including gun control and other national issues. So he kind of sidestepped the entire issue of inflation, which Republicans later accused him of being tone deaf. You know, right, This is such a big right. issue. Why yeah. was it not more talked about? Yeah, uh, Maybe just one more reaction. And if you look at how investors are now reacting, they are pretty much fleeing stocks and going into safe havens right now. So that's pretty much a trend right now. And if you look at how markets are starting to think about what the Fed will do in the coming meetings, they are saying they are probably going to overreact right. and err on the side of caution. Yeah. And overhike maybe, even overhike, to the extent that we might get a recession because there is no choice. So that is now increasing in terms of a probability. All right. Thanks a lot, Ryan. Ryan returns at 7.35 with a finance update. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.